Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Craft Brute Sports. I am your co-host, Scott. With me, as always, my main man, Mike. And this is Craft Brute Sports. Mike, let's go on ahead and tap that keg of sports knowledge. You pump, I will pour. Indubitably. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm all right, bud. How you doing? Oh, you know, it's been a week. It's been a long Just week. Just a week. Opening been, week, though. It has been opening week. Opening and week. And the Reds are doing way better than expected. And the Braves are playing baseball. <laughs> All right. And the Braves are a team. <laughs> yes, the Braves <laughs> still have their major league membership. All right. All right. Well, it's it's Friday again. How what's the Braves record now? I know they lost today. Uh, actually, Pirates. they are 1 and 3. Oh, okay. Not too terribly bad. Lost to the Mets, lost today to the Pirates. Uh but 1-1 one, one against the Mets. And really that's saying a lot because that Mets starting rotation is dude. They're so good. They're so good. good. <laughs> it's not even fair. How Those good. first two games against Sundergaard and uh, to, uh, who's the other one? Degrom. Uh, yeah, it, getting a single was like, whoa, yeah, all right, base hit. That's, that's how it felt. It was rough. <laughs> they didn't score the first game, and then the second game, I think they got a couple hits. Like it. Ooh. Man. But it's all good. It's all good. Long season. About long, to, long you're time about to, to open up the new stadium, right? Uh, next Friday. Here. Next okay. Friday. Wow, that's a long road trip to start the year. Yeah, which is weird when you're opening a new stadium. Yeah, you would think they'd be like, nah, you guys could start at home. That's cool. Yeah, we'll or not home. do a week and a half long right. road trip. <laughs> but whatever. It's all good. Ten be, days on the road, motherfucker. I'll be icing my balls <laughs> next week watching the Braves. And it'll have nothing to do with their play on the field. Oh shit! Uh, we we take some weird medical reasons to to push the show, right? <laughs> you got your teeth removed. I'm getting my balls removed. <laughs> I, Scott, I, I hate to tell you, that's not how that surgery works. I know. They're, I don't care. I just gonna... all I know is at the end of it, I'm not supposed to have no more kids. So whatever they do, <laughs> let me know afterwards. It's just, it's just gonna be a puff of dust afterwards. Right. I just I'm not having kids. Cool. That's all I want to make sure that I can prevent. <laughs> That's fine. Perfectly fine with that. What are we drinking today, man? We are drinking another one of our favorite types of beer. That's one mm-hmm. that has been aged in bourbon barrels. Mm-hmm. This is More Lines 13164. This is a bourbon barrel aged imperial stout, and just for with you, cherries. with cherries. Yeah, <laughs> so with I would, cherries. I made the mistake of going to Jungle Gyms in Eastgate, and first of all, I got lost trying to find the beer section, <laughs> and then when I found it, I was like, "Oh, it's right past the chip section that <laughs> has chips that you've never heard of." This, I mean, if you if you're in Cincinnati and you have not been to Jungle Gyms, you are missing out. Uh, I've been there a couple times before, but I hadn't really 
really looked at the beer section, and I was like, I could sit here for hours. Yeah, the only time I've ever been in there, I didn't appreciate beer as much as I did. And so I was just like, oh, my God, look at all these different types of Bud Light they got. (laughs) So uh, it's been a while, (laughs) needless to say. And I actually don't trust myself to go back in there (laughs) because you made it out. I have a feeling I'd still be sitting there trying to decide what to get. So funny story about that, though. I had picked up these beers and then picked up uh, the beers from last week's show. And I had all of them in my hands. And the guy was like, do you need a cart? I was like, yes, I do. And then I looked at prices, and I was like, no, sir, I do not. This, this will do it for me. Because <laughs> I'm not buying anything else. Uh, my wife will kill me. Uh, but anyways, does this, this is... come with a happy ending? Because these prices are insane. <laughs> uh, so this is 13164. This is Moreline's anniversary beer. They do an anniversary beer every year. Um, Christian do you Moreline... think they play Tony, Tony, Tony for it? Uh, sure. They Why should. not? <laughs> do you know that reference? No, I don't. You white motherfucker. <laughs> Anyway, go I mean, ahead. I know who Tony 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 is. I know the. the you don't know their song anniversary. Mm, I probably know. Showing it, but your whiteness. <laughs> Showing your whiteness, my friend. Well, right now it's my redness. Uh, Whatever. I can feel how flush I am. <laughs> Anyways, Moreline is one of the oldest breweries in Cincinnati. They were founded 164 years ago. They took a little bit of a hiatus and then uh, started back up 13 years ago. So that's where the name comes from on this one. 13164. Interestingly enough, this beer is also above 13% ABV. So Also goes with the theme of it's, the 13. It's going to get you fucked up. <laughs> Quick, fast, and in a hurry. <laughs> Hence why we've only got one bomber. Yep, only got one bomber on this one, but don't worry, there will be a bonus beer on this show. So, uh, and, and I have a feeling Scott's going to drink a Smirnoff, too. Yeah, go fuck okay. yourself. <laughs> I have a feeling that I'm going to drop that a few times. That's one. Uh, but anyways, initial impressions, man. What do you think of this beer? Smooth. It's it's really smooth. Uh, bourbon really barrel smooth. beers can be a little rough, a little little boozy, a little bit harsh on the palate because you know it has a heavy taste of bourbon. And I'm not <laughs> much of a bourbon drinker. I do enjoy the beers that are aged in the yeah. bourbon uh, barrels, but just in general, like bourbon's not one of my go-to liquors. So the 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 taste for me can usually be a huge turnoff if that's what dominates, and the smell. You, you smell the bourbon. You for definitely sure. smell the. So bourbon. I was a little, little worried, little worried, but it finishes strong with the cherries. The cherries are strong with this one. I don't like. Yeah, it. I only see, on the back end though. Not not overly like punch in the mouth cherry. Yeah, like uh, upon like the first sniff and like you have, you have the first taste, you're like, are there even cherries in this? And then you right. get, and then it's like, oh, there's the cherries. Mm. And they, they do cut the, I mean, it cuts the bourbon flavor a lot, but I don't know if I like that because I do like that bourbon flavor, that aftertaste of like a good bourbon barrel aged beer that's like really boozy. It's like, ooh, that, yeah, this one's a, this one's wrong. You shouldn't be drinking this. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I like about bourbon barrel aged beers. And this one doesn't have that. It's like, ooh, this one, oh, that's cherry. Okay. No, well, that's different. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how, how it holds up. up. <laughs> That's what this segment should be called. (laughs) See how it holds up. You want to upper deck it? Let's upper deck it. (laughs) Which means that it's time to read the promo. And as always, Upper Deck is brought to you by our friends at Audible.com. Fans of Craft Fruit Sports can get a free 30-day trial of membership to Audible, complete with a free audio book download. 
Even if you cancel the membership within the 30 days, you still get to keep the audiobook. To get that free audiobook and test out the Audible service, head on over to audibletrial.com slash craftbroodsports. That's audibletrial.com slash craftbroodsports. Or just head on over to our website, craftbroodsports.com, and click on that Audible Trial link in the menu bar. All right, so hang with us this week because we've got a few stories that Ooh, need, a- need, they need some splaining. There's some splaining to do, Lucy. <laughs> and so there's a couple stories that I was this, like, whew, yeah. Whew. Just so you can keep up. So this this one is one of those stories, and it's been ever-evolving. Uh, last weekend, we wouldn't be shocked to hear that at some point, by the time you were listening to this even, maybe there might be another layer. But as of now, as of today, we, we rewind to last weekend, and that's when uh, Clemson hero Deshaun Watson, the former starting quarterback at Clemson, was kicked out of a Tuscaloosa bar. Or was he? Well, initially, <laughs> the story when I came across this on Monday was that the former Clemson QB, that, if you remember correctly, beat Alabama in the national championship game a few months ago, uh, he was asked to get out of the bar by a couple of former Tide players. Uh, but a couple days later, it turned out the story had changed. And according to a rep for the players in question, who are Ryan Anderson, uh, who is Ryan Anderson, rather, uh, actually, he supposedly went up to Watson and suggested that he and his girlfriend leave because some of the patrons, Alabama fans in this case, uh, <laughs> were starting to rumble, make rumblings, and it looked like something was going to happen to Watson. There was going to be something going down because these people were, you know, apparently upset that here, here Watson was the nerve to be sitting in their damn bar, <laughs> and Bama, and make, but, get, get out, dadgummit man, what get out, boy. This ain't no place for you down here. We don't, we don't take too kindly to you folk here. We don't serve your kind here. <laughs> and so uh, that was the story that he you know, told. He even offered, apparently, to pay Watson's bar tab. And, you know, basically he was trying to look out for Watson saying, you know, hey, you should get out of here because I don't want things to get ugly. I know you don't want things to get ugly. And pretty that cool. was, that was, that cool was what the story, you know, was. And the bar even offered up a, a statement on their Facebook page after the story kind of got out and, you know, was evolving. Uh, they said that, unfortunately, a customer attempted to invoke the right to refuse service on our behalf and after being <laughs> identified, was immediately asked to leave the premises following the incident. We apologize for any inconvenience the incident caused to our customers. We appreciate anyone who chooses to visit our establishment and hope to continue welcoming sports fans for years to come. Uh, yeah, so it also turned out that a, a fan had gone up to or was harassing Watson and, you know, basically said what we said, probably in those exact words. We reserve the right to refuse service right. to anyone. Right. Do you work here? No, I do not. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, apparently Watson and Anderson have spoken about the incident uh, to each other. Haven't commented on it publicly. Probably don't feel the need to. Probably are slightly chuckling at all the variations of the story that are out there, but... Yeah, uh, you know, basically what it boils down to. Who has the worst fans after Kentucky's story last week <laughs> with the basketball situation and threatening the ref and finding his business and doing all those shenanigans? Or these asshole Alabama fans who are, you know, so upset that he's sitting in the bar, you know, bothering nobody, minding his own business, right. and they go up to him and harass him. Here's my question, though. What is Watson doing in Tuscaloosa, Alabama? Well, apparently he's dating, like, uh, his girlfriend is an Alabama student. Okay. There was right. rumors, even part That's... of this story that I didn't mention, was that initially there was a rumor that he was dating, or she was the former girlfriend of a former Alabama player, might have even Ooh. been, like, one of, like, Richardson or... Uh, <sighs> 
one of those guys, oh, like the name shit. guys. But I don't know if that was true. Regardless of that fact, she is an Alabama student. So she is a Jersey chaser. Well, <laughs> no, no doubt. But either okay. way, so that's well, that what makes, he was doing That Alabama. makes so much more sense because I'm like when, when I first saw this story, I'm like... What the fuck is he doing there? Like He's just going for the like, troll job. Yeah, it's just not like hanging out not, in every Bama bar. <laughs> like it's not like you beat USC and then you're in LA and it's like, oh yeah, because you're in LA because it's fun to be in LA. Like who voluntarily goes to Tuscaloosa, Alabama? Right. Uh, but that's also then I was like, well, that's a really weird thing to be like. I'm gonna fuck with these people by going to Tuscaloosa and drinking in their bar. So then, then it was I was like, oh, he had to have some reason to be no there, a black quarterback why? in a Tuscaloosa bar knows better than to <laughs> provoke the locals. I mean, I hope he's not standing there in a national champs T-shirt like, hey everybody, just want you to know, here at your bar drinking, how you like this T-shirt? All right, so here's here's the other question, and you you had brought this up. We're right before the draft. I mean, we're like two weeks away from the draft. Right. Another reason not to start shit or doing anything not stupid. Gonna, yeah, he's not doing anything. But that begs the question, who is going to fuck up? Because somebody's going to fuck up between now and the draft. Who do you think is going to be the one that fucks up? I don't know. Two weeks out, anybody's good My guess. money's on Leonard Fournette. That's where I'm uh, going. I think he's going to fuck up. He's he's going to be all right. All right. He just had his pro day. He'll, he'll be fine. <laughs> I, no, you know what? I, I don't know. I... It's tough to say because a lot of times it's it's not even somebody who's necessarily super household name. A few years ago, we had uh, the the LSU offensive lineman who got caught up, and it wasn't even his oh, yeah. fault. Got caught up in the whole murder <laughs> potential murder investigation, <laughs> and completely fell out of the draft. Ended up with the guy was what is Lyle Collins? Is his name? He got caught up in that whole. Murder. Yeah, well, there was, it was like nothing of his doing. The, he was a murder suspect, or at least the cops wanted to talk to him about everything. I don't think he was ever a suspect. Oh, All of a sudden, teams were like, oh, shit. He's, in a, he's, he's been questioned in a murder investigation. We want nothing to do with them. Dropped him out of the first round. He said, fuck it. I'm not, I don't want to be drafted by anybody. And then just was a free agent. Signed with the Cowboys. And turns out, he had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Every team was like, I saw how Aaron Hernandez worked out. I'm right. Not, I'm not But it made total sense from the team standpoint. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I got it from then, but I don't think, you know, that's not a, a, a common occurrence. Right. Not too many murder <laughs> murder charges get brought murder. up days before the draft, so <laughs> I think we'll be all right. But I don't know. I think most guys are going to lay low, I, I would hope. You would think they'd uh, these guys would be smart well, enough. Well, you got your money on it. I, I'll... I'll I got a pretty good betting record against you. I'm going to bet that nobody gets All right, just that's fair draft. enough. So that means uh, take it to the bank, everybody. Nobody is going to fuck up. Yep. It sure shit won't be Fournette. He's, he's going to be an angel. <laughs> they got him locked in somebody's basement until the draft. <laughs> you don't move. Uh, all right, here's, uh, here's a... Uh, we'll just say, this is, a weird, this is a weird story. So photos recently surfaced of bird cages at Roy Jones Jr.'s place in Florida. These are the types of cages that might house uh, roosters and chickens. Uh, so it led to speculation that Roy Jones Jr. was involved in cockfighting, which he denies. Duh. He said that he is not involved in cockfighting anymore. He just really likes eggs. <laughs> just loves him some eggs. Anymore. He said not since Louisiana outlawed it in 2008, which was the last state to do so. Up until that point, though, oh, yeah, RJJ was definitely into some cockfighting. Woo! Love to watch <laughs> the cocks fight. 
He said that, Is that a cock? I'm trying to fight that. <laughs> he said that he would actually like to move to Puerto Rico or Mexico or someplace like that where the quote-unquote sport is legal. And he says that it's not animal abuse because he wasn't forcing the birds to do anything they weren't programmed to do programmed. naturally. Uh, he I went, like that. Yeah, that's a, that's a weird choice. Not human programming, just... <laughs> Naturally programmed. Yeah. It's nothing that they weren't programmed to do. Right out I, of the egg. They're fighting at it. They're fighting each other. <laughs> like, they are programmed to do that because I didn't feed them well enough and then right. put them in a cage with another animal Humanly who programmed also was... Roy. Uh, he went on to say that most people involved in cockfighting love their birds. Like of course they do. Like they're their own children. Uh, you know, the type of children that you... Uh, Let fight each other. Put in other a cage children. with another child and... <laughs> See if they could peck the other child's eyes out. Like that type of child. All I gotta say is, this is fucking weird. Like, this isn't fucking weird. The dude still cockfights. Totally uh, got absolutely. busted. Totally got There's busted. No and yeah. You just didn't be, get busted like your Vic drowning dogs at the time when they walk in. It's like, oh shit! Just drowning these dogs. You don't, uh, don't pay attention to me. You aren't this into cockfighting and then being like, Oh, it's illegal now? Nope, Louisiana? guess I'm done. Flip that switch. Yeah. Man, wish I lived in Puerto Rico. Also, his home is in Florida, and he hasn't done it since it was outlawed in Louisiana. I don't think he was traveling up to Louisiana yeah. to fight these cocks. Well, <laughs> you know what his, his defense was? He said that he uses the birds now when he trains fighters. And he, mm. he was like, you ever seen Rocky? Mm. That's what I do is I just let a chicken loose. I'm like, why Sounds you need, like a bunch why of Why you shit. need all them chickens then, buddy? You don't, you don't change that many fighters. Roy better get it better for the reboot of The Matrix to get his role uh, repopped. <laughs> that's, that's what he better get ready for. Here's, here's an interesting thing, though. And this, is the, this really illustrates the difference and how far boxing has truly fallen as a sport in our country. Nobody's fucking talking about this. Nobody's mentioning the fact that Roy Jones Jr. is a cockfighter. I had no idea about the story until you brought it to me. Yeah, attention. nobody is mentioning this. And But like you said, Michael Vick is a dogfighter, and everybody's up in arms. So either people really like dogs and don't give a shit about birds, or factual. they really love the NFL and don't give a shit about boxing. Also factual. Or the both are true. Of both, yeah. <laughs> both are very, very true. We eat chickens. We don't eat dogs. That's true. That's a good Pass point. that r- bucket of rooster. <laughs> oh, there you Is go. that cock dead? Because I'm going to fry that shit up. <laughs> Nobody's saying that about the dogs. They're like, ooh. Whoever, whoever Take loses- Fido back and just leave them. <laughs> whoever loses this fight, you're taking a trip to see the colonel. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Talk about motivation. <laughs> I don't want spices and herbs sprinkled on me. Let's do this. <laughs> That'll motivate anybody. All right. Moving on to college football, uh, kind of. Oh, man. So another story to, that needs explanation. stories to kick us off. <laughs> um, this week, a former Oklahoma Sooner was arrested, which in and of itself, uh, that's not saying much because athletes, you know, we talk about it all the time. They get arrested. It's the same nature of practice. They they, they do give us some stories. Uh, But this one's a little different than your average arrest. So former cornerback Lawrence Moore was arrested and charged with possession of marijuana, possession of a dangerous substance. He had codeine, apparently. And wait for it. Sip it on the scissor. Right. Wait for it. No, you're good. (laughs) Pandering, aiding, and abetting prostitution. Yep. Arrested for good old-fashioned pimping. Uh... But it gets more interesting because you're like, oh, like a dude got arrested for pimping for former player. That's kind of weird. Uh, the day before his arrest, though, his girlfriend and former OU cheerleader Michael Madison Parker 
Micah, rather, uh, was not Michael. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a very interesting story. <laughs> right? Micah, took a turn. Madison Parker, was arrested for marijuana possession, possessions of a dangerous substance, and yep, you guessed it, prostitution. So, Parker was arrested at a hotel after offering sex for $200 to an undercover cop. She also f- tried to flush cell phones down the toilet <laughs> when confronted with this arrest. And also was under violation of probation uh, stemming from a 2015 DUI. Mike, what the fuck? Wow. This dude was pimping out his girlfriend. Wow. And the cops busted him through phone conversations. They were able to tie the two together. And then he went to go pick up her car from the hotel. Well, you don't want to lose out on that car. So. That's that's where they busted him. They're like, oh, <laughs> you must be the pimp. I don't know. Nope, I don't know her. I'm just right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know her. My buddy gave me these keys. I've seen cops. I know how to get Dude, out of this stuff. Her, her mother is even the the head cheerleading coach. Oh, like still? Yes. Like, to she's this day, still the head cheerleading coach. She's a former cheerleader. Oh, so my God. all type yeah. of embarrassment and just ah moments for this family. Dude, that is brutal. most fucked up story though. Uh, former player pimping his own girlfriend, who was a cheerleader. Like ah. Doing codeine. Both of them. Um, dude, that's... And she was wow. only charging $200. For, for God's sakes, value yourself. Uh, I mean, when you're when you're hooked on drugs, man, you you don't think Kids, about that. don't do drugs. <laughs> don't, don't do drugs. This, this is how you end up getting pimped out by your significant other. I looked up this, this guy, this Lawrence Moore, because I didn't recognize the name. And no, I, also I, not a household name at he, Oklahoma. I think he played in like two games. Yeah, he played in two games uh, a year. The year he transferred, he played in two games, but I think he played in 13 day games total in his career. Like, yeah, I'm not sure so he's not the a length, but he's not like he's loosely an Oklahoma football player. Like he's right. he's an Oklahoma football player the same way that I'm a Xavier graduate. Like yes, but kind of amount of girls he's there. pimped out to amount of girls you've pimped out. Give me the tally. Uh, he wins. He's, yes, he's that's at, what I thought. At, at least one to zero. So whether or not he played any minutes, <laughs> he's also pimped out more g- girls than you, who Dude, also happen to be just, a significant other, for Christ's sakes. I wish he would have been arrested with like a pimp out. Like, I wanted him to be like a pimp pimp, not just like... <laughs> like the godfather of WWE. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All aboard the whole train. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> not just like some dude that was like... And she was on Backpage. So, okay, why are these girls that are doing this prostitute, why do you need a pimp if you're, you're going online? Like, who's, is, did he write up her online ad for Something her? tells me no. This <sighs> doesn't seem like a guy smart enough to write up an ad for anything. <laughs> hey, you want to fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you want to pay me most of that? Oh, man, what a weird story. Okay. Holy shit. All right, well, let's... Moving change, right along. Let's change topics and get into something a little bit lighter. More drugs. <laughs> All right. Uh, athletes, when are you going to learn that if you are going to do drugs, don't fucking film yourself? Wait, what? You're don't not supposed to. You're not supposed to. Is it illegal? Uh, you, you probably should be... A sp- I gotta go delete some stuff. <laughs> Wait, I'm not an athlete. I'm good, right? Yeah, you're fine. Oh, okay, you're cool. totally fine. Uh, there was a Cincinnati Reds prospect this week, Ian Kahaloa. He was suspended this week for 50 games after videos surfaced from his Snapchat of him smoking from a bong and doing lines of coke, all while wearing his Reds shirt. Like he was, 
<laughs> he's just in the video, just like man, whatever, man. Interviewing for the next team, bro. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I'm official. Like, I, I got this T-shirt from the you clubhouse. This? You see this? Nike you see this Nike right check? Here. Yeah, <laughs> he was. Uh, he's 19 years old. 19 years old, man. So he's smart. Yeah, he was a fifth round selection in 2015. He's currently ranked as the Reds' number 26 prospect in eh, the farm back system. Back this is his second positive test for like recreational drugs. Although they don't know when the videos were filmed, so the videos could have been filmed before. Probably not. That shit's recent. This it's dude's got stupid it's enough Snapchat. to have done it. It's recent. It's Snapchat. Yeah. Nobody's saving Snapchats for that damn long. Here's the thing that it gets. Like, I'm fine with smoking weed. I don't give a shit if people want to smoke weed. It's 2017. Nobody yeah. cares. I don't care about smoking. You want to smoke weed? Fine. That's fine. Uh, and honestly, the coke makes me a little uneasy. But if you're not hurting anybody else. You do you. You want to get coked up? Don't do it on camera. Don't fucking film yourself. Jesus Christ. Stupid, man. And then not only just to film it. So this dude filmed it and then sent it out on his Snapchat. It wasn't even like a friend filmed it and put it on their Snapchat and they connected the dots. It was his fucking Snapchat. That's like uh, the Missouri quarterback that got kicked off the team. Yeah. Did that same exact shit. It's like the dude in the draft last year. Right. Where the, the video oh, surfaced yeah, right yeah, before yeah. the draft. Where he had this Darth Vader mask Larry Mutunzel. Yes. <laughs> where he was, he was like pulled the Darth off the Vader yeah. right before the draft. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. which is why I think somebody's going to fuck up before the draft. But anyways, that's right. the point. I, uh, I could literally be right up until minutes before yeah. the draft when somebody <laughs> drops that video. But like, Scott, you're wrong, bitch. <laughs> I just... Uh, his athletes are so dumb. So dumb, man. 19 years old. You literally... Have the world by the balls. Like I, know I will say, I watched that Snapchat. Dude did slam some coke after his coke. So good, good cross promotion there yeah, for did the, have good, a, the a, people at Coca Cola. <laughs> 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 Nothing goes better with a line than a good old fashioned coke. <laughs> if I could give the world a coke. Also, not Pepsi. Pepsi had a bad week this week. Ooh, they, they couldn't. Even, they couldn't even make a Snapchat video where did. somebody was doing drugs. Oh man, they probably would have rather made the Snapchat video. They probably would have. Been, they would have been like, "That's cool. Thanks for including us in your Snapchat video." Uh, can we get us away from this? the Jenners? Can we forget about this commercial we put out? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Should we move on? Yeah, Holy let's fuck. get into some. All right, the the next story. Lighthearted? Are, yeah, they're a little bit better. <laughs> All right, well, Just sticking with baseball good. news on this opening week, uh, everybody knows me that listens to the show, any type of, if you've been around me for five seconds, you probably know that I fucking hate the Yankees. But sure do. I do have great respect for legends of the game, and that very much includes the likes of Joe DiMaggio, Yogi Berra, Lou Gehrig, you know, Babe Ruth, all of the Yankee greats. Like, that's part of the history of the game. Yeah. Gotta respect that. Well, all of those Yankees have their number retired by the team, and for good reason, and recently a Yankees prospect asked if they um, ever unretire any of those numbers. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Which I imagine going something along the lines of, uh, hey, bruh, uh, you guys ever unretire numbers? Because I was totally <laughs> thinking about wearing this one. I just wondered if that was a thing. Just wondering, thing? man. That's right. Probably doing drugs. Anyway. <laughs> Clint Frazier is a very highly thought of up and coming player in the Yankee system, and well, he might want to have his brain scanned because reportedly he asked if he could wear number seven. Nope. The answer is nope. fucking nope. no. Nope. You, you want to know why? Because the cannot. number seven belongs to one of the greatest players in baseball history, that being Mickey Mantle. Yep. Can't so, yeah, it's retired for good fucking reason. I mean, wow, this kid's got to be some Dude. kind of stupid to ask for that. Do you ever unretire? 
unretiring right. numbers. But oh. okay, so even if the answer was yes, my question is, wh- why would you want to do that? Like, why would you want to That's wear a, a number yeah. of an unretired guy? Because then all of a sudden, the, the the questions are there. Like, oh, you, oh, so you're better than Mickey Mantle, or you think oh, you're right. just as good? Right. <laughs> even then, like, I, there's I no mean, way you can live up to it. The pressure, would even be just as good, isn't good enough to unretire. Like, right. you better be way better, right? Like, but it's stupid. The whole point of retiring the number is yeah, so that nobody ever hey, wears it. This again. is the greatest player at this number. We're retiring. Right, which I think we talked about on the baseball episode. Maybe you dabbled on, or maybe you and I have just had the conversation. At some point, teams like the Yankees who have like a billion retired numbers, and they fucking run out of numbers. For well, guys yeah, to wear. no, we did talk about that. It was a, an upper deck story because uh, they're retiring Jeter's number this year. Yeah, and that means no single digit numbers are available anymore, they which have, is crazy. The Yankees have retired every single digit number. Right, uh, but. All right, I understand, especially baseball players are, like, very superstitious about their number, and, like, they they need to have the same number that they play. But, dude, come on. Like, you have to realize this is the As soon as they drafted Yankees. you, you knew the answer was no. Yeah. This it's the Yankees, and even if it wasn't, it's teams retire numbers for right. a reason. Like right. there's no reason to even bother asking something as stupid as "Hey man, you listen, un-retire. I really like the number 42. You think uh, <laughs> right? You think MLB will lift Jack that ain't gonna rule be mad about me? that, right? <laughs> he gonna be cool, right? <laughs> I mean, what a Jackie His stats aren't that great, anyways. Come on, right? I mean, he's been dead a while. Like it's cool, right? Isn't just, there a limitation? Uh, like after they're dead for so long, you just it becomes available again. <laughs> Jackie's crossed that. We're good. I can't I can't fathom even asking. Like all right and people make the argument all right these kids are younger they may not necessarily know the history of Fuck the that. game. I'm I know enough. I'm with I'm you. younger. I'm respect with, respect your elders damn it respect I'm, the history of the I'm game with you. you. Play. I understand that but this kids this kids not too young for Seinfeld. And that was seven was a very uh, pivotal episode in Seinfeld when George wanted to name his kid seven in honor of Mickey Mantle and somebody stole the name and he was all pissed off. Uh, the kid had to have seen reruns of fucking Seinfeld. I feel like this kid doesn't have much knowledge of anything outside no, of what he's got a, going on. This kid's a dumb motherfucker. The, he also showed up to fucking training camp all sloppy as shit. Which is a big no-no in Yankee land. They want you all clean-shaven. And I saw a picture of him. He's still got, like, long hair coming out the back. I'm like, this kid just doesn't fucking get it. <laughs> Everybody like, knows you like show up clean-shaven. He's like sunshine and remember the Titans. Yeah, looking real asshole-ish. And it's just like, Jesus, dude. You are the guy who would ask the dumb question, can you unretire something? Hey, man. Hey, man. I know Babe Ruth was, like, kind of a big deal here, but... Uh... You know, yeah. Y'all don't need three. I, I got that, right? Can you guys start calling me babe? <laughs> <laughs> dumbass. Moving on from that dumbass to a guy that I, I hate now. I really, I legitimately hate this man. Some Somebody we've also talked about on the show before. Yes. Uh, and this was one of the best things I had seen in a while. And not just because it was a cardinal. And not just because it was that fucking asshole Stephen Piscotty. Uh, you may remember Piscotty. We did a story on this show. He was the guy who asked regular people like you and me uh, for $20,000 to put metal dicks in your beers. That was Piscotty. <laughs> that was the what this man did. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> well, Tuesday night, Piscotty had quite the trip around the bases. Uh, he started off, he got hit in his right elbow by Jake Arrieta. Then, as he's on first pitch, uh, or on first base, there's a wild pitch. Piscotty advanced to second. During his uh, his advance to second, Wilson Contreras threw down, thinking he could get him out, hits him in the left elbow. So now he's been hitting both elbows. He's on second base. There was a 
infield single, and he tried to score uh, on an error on the throw or, or got away from the first baseman, yeah. something like that. I was that. watching. I don't know. Happened, so. Javier Baez, the second baseman, picks up the ball, makes the throw to the plate, thinking he can get out Piscotti, hits him in the head. <laughs> He was safe at the plate, but he ended up leaving the game with a head contusion. So basically, hitting the elbow to get on the on base, hitting the elbow going to second, hitting the head going home. Dude, all that was missing was the Benny Hill theme playing live. It was ridiculous. You're just like, and I was texting with Alex during this whole thing, and he's like, "Did he just get hit for a third time?" And I'm like. I think he did. Oh, that was so fun to see. It was ridiculous. I did not see it live, but I when I saw the replay, I laughed so fucking hard. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, who was that? Piscotti? Even better. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited that it was him. Wow. Good times. <laughs> oh, shit. This has been Upper Deck, brought to you, as always, by Audible.com. And drugs. <laughs> and drugs. And fucking Steven Piscotti and his metal dicks. You know that shit got funded? Did it? Yep. We never did an update on that. I just assumed it was so stupid and that I you looked, know, the I looked average this person week. like us wasn't going to donate to that fucker. I looked this week. They raised $36,000. Son of a bitch. So there's going to be metal dicks and beers? Uh, maybe. Oh. So as I read through the Kickstarter. He probably put that in his pocket. Well, as I read through the Kickstarter, there's a lot of people upset because uh, they're missing all these deadlines that like they had set for Kickstarter rewards for the people that had pledged money. Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, I thought we were supposed to get them. And Piscotti's brother's like, well, there's a problem with the injector tube. <laughs> we're trying to get it worked out. Don't worry, guys. It's coming soon. Oh, two weeks later, we're, we're still having a hold up. Yeah, you motherfuckers. You Piscotti piece they of shit. They spent that shit. <laughs> <laughs> they spent that shit. I told my wife about the story because I showed her the video, and then, and then I told her about Piscotti going around the bases, or uh, asking for $20,000. She was like, maybe it's his brother's company, and he was like, That's I'm going to make saying. you work for it. I was like, he's still a douchebag. You can't call yourself an owner of the company and then... Also putting your face, people. also putting your brother's face out there to uh, get you money for your company. They used the Yadier Molina, and in oh, in, in a video, they used they used Molina to yeah. Like, that's what makes pimp me think out. that isn't regular. No, fucking ridiculous. Anyways, um, so fuck Stephen Piscotti. That's, that's all, right. all I'm trying to say. Let's let's talk about our uh, bracket pool challenge. Uh, I'm I need to apologize to you, man. You yes, and you Glenn. Do. I need yes, to, and I'll, really I'll put it out on the. You need to apologize to me twice, but go ahead, Glenn. I apologize to you, man. Scott, whatever, man. Fuck you. I <laughs> fucked up. I fucked up. I didn't realize that the people behind you had more points remaining. Math Appar- skills are on point, bro. Apparently they did. Well, I just got to the point where I'm like, you're. Anybody after 10, you're not going to make a jump. You're not going to make that jump. Whoops. They did. Uh, <laughs> they, they show did. Uh, Mike D, who is not the Beastie Boy. Uh, it's not the Beastie Boy Mike D, but he ended up winning our pool. 128 points. Good work. He still has an email to us back, though. So I, I don't know who Mike D is. I don't, I don't either. Mike D, if, yeah. you're, uh, if, if you're If you listen there, to the show, it, it, in fact, if you don't listen to the show and enter a pool, then what the fuck, bro? But more importantly, can if I, you do listen to the show, I'm assuming, uh, go on ahead and shout us. 
Call call I mean, the drunk line and yeah, call the drunk line. your winnings. Four four zero thirty seven drunk. Um, yeah. we we owe you beer. Uh, yeah, I sent a, I sent Mike D an, an email and he has not gotten back to me yet. So you know whatever if he doesn't. Did you send him an email from the one of the fake email accounts that you created for the bet that you? I lost? did not. Oh man, I have to read some more of those tonight, don't yes, I? Do oh I did. But let's focus. Let's focus because Robert S yeah. came in second. He had one hundred twenty five, and Mike again finished behind your boy. In something competitive, because that's I, what this motherfucker does. I don't, here's, but worse is that this asshole <laughs> called me out a couple weeks ago, Saturday morning. Decided he was going to make a post, tweet it out, post not, it out there, and be like, oh, look at this not, motherfucker. No, 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 no. That's shh, not worse. Shh, shh. <laughs> it's not worse. But it's worse for the case right now. You're going to talk shit and put it out there that, <laughs> oh, we're scattered. I'm ahead. Blah, 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 blah. And I, again, trusting your math skills, which... Should have known that you fucked up. You would fuck up this one because you fucked up that one. Didn't even realize, like, oh man, all right. Well, I guess I I got time to come back. But whatever. I mean, I'm behind. It's cool. Called me out, and then this bitch finished twenty second with sixty fucking points. Me, one fifteen. Blew that bitch out of the water. But even worse for Mike. Remember when we first talked about this? There's a guy in the pool that didn't even pick a national championship game. A winner. Mike finished behind that motherfucker. <laughs> Finished behind the guy who didn't even pick a national champion. <laughs> Fucking pathetic. All the dicks. All the dicks in your beer, sir. Uh, I mean, what can I even say? Nothing, because you I, you I, lose so much, there's nothing else to defend. I, um... I, First of all, I apologize again for uh, for fucking up and thinking, making you think you were going to come in second right. if North Carolina won. So I apologize right. for that. Right. 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 I apologize for getting ahead of myself and uh, and yeah. talking shit, uh-huh. um, which I, you should know better. Well, you know what? Here's the problem: when you lose so much, <laughs> when like everything you do, you're losing, and then you get to a <laughs> point where it's like, I might fucking win something. You get a little excited, mm. and you're like, you know what? Fuck it. All, All in. Shit. <laughs> Pushing the chips to the middle of the table. And the worst part was, like, I, I, was, I was feeling good going into the Sweet 16, and then the Sweet 16, the first day of the Sweet 16, and I'm like, oh, this isn't good. And then the next day, and I'm like, hmm, all right, six of my eight Elite Eight beers are gone. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't bode well. <laughs> National champion, out. Uh, thanks a lot, Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> Xavier to win it all? No, I picked. Oh, I picked no. Zelda yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was going to say, so I was like, Xavier, wait, what? It was one of those instances where Xavier won, and I was like, fuck yeah. Shit. <laughs> this, that is not good for me. That that does not. Whereas I had Xavier losing to Arizona, so I was like, fuck yeah. And fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. Still going to be okay. I, uh, that was. Uh, I hate. I hate. Brackets, man. I hate Dude, this so is much. why I hadn't filled out one in a few years because it's so. But Mike D, the winner, I looked into it. Mike D uh-oh. had uh-oh. Mike D got? had three got? brackets. Oh, this motherfucker had three brackets just on Fox Sports in our pool. No, not in our pool. Just oh, okay. in general, he filled okay, out right, three brackets. You. Okay, I was gonna say he wasn't a repeat offender in our no, pool. No, he wasn't a repeat. Of, but I mean, come on, man, it's one bracket, one man, one bracket. That's right, the rule. That is so. True. Next year. If you have multiple brackets and you win, hey, it doesn't dude. fucking it doesn't count because it's that's bullshit. It's at that point you're just filling out as many options as you possibly can. You're just can. throwing shit at a wall watching something stick. 
So Mike D, I will talk shit to you. I'll buy you your beer because you won. I just wonder who the fuck if, Mike D is. I don't know either, but I'm still hoping it's the Beastie Boy. Still hoping. <laughs> I really, I really. That's why he hasn't gotten back. <laughs> He's like, man, I'm a little. I'm busy. a little busy with shit. <laughs> I'm Mike D, motherfucker. Ah <laughs> oh, man, but college basketball is done, man. We're uh, we got wash to- our hands of it. That's yeah, it. it's There's over. Nothing else to say. We'll see you in November. You didn't even watch the championship game. right? Nope. Don't care. All I knew was that UNC won, and I, my first thought was, beat Mike <laughs> by a lot. And at the time, thought, hey, I came in second, but, you know, turns out, your math blows. I woke up to a text and said, oh, man, sorry. <laughs> totally messed up. You're not, you're, you're not going to finish second. Like, Motherfucker. I sent that to you and Glenn hammered. I was hammered. And I was like, oh, my bad, boys. <laughs> I felt, to be honest, I didn't feel bad about. I know you didn't you. feel bad about me. I felt really bad about Glenn because last he went week he was like, he Glenn was like thinking he was going yeah, to win. I'm going to win if North Carolina, and then and then, it, Glenn, don't trust me, man. Don't ever trust what I say. Nope. <laughs> don't trust a honky. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, NBA, uh, we're getting close to the playoffs, man. Right, it's almost done, and Russell Westbrook has just run amok. Dude, Dude is going so to average good. triple double uh, tonight. He had a sec- he had a chance for his record setting forty second triple double. Uh, games going on right now, so no idea where he stands with that. We're, we're going to put it into the Google. I'm going to look it up. I'll look, look it, it up, up in the Google uh, and see where we yeah, are we'll in real time with this. But uh, assuming that he does end up getting the triple double tonight, would be his forty second. Would break uh, Oscar Robertson the tie that he has with him because he had forty one, and that's how many Oscar Robertson had. Uh, but yeah, he's already going to average the triple double for the season. It's fucking phenomenal. So I know there's like talk of a co MVP between him and Harden. I used to think I'd be okay with that, but really, if how can you do Westbrook doesn't get it now, man? I, I don't even know what the point of these awards are anymore. Yeah. There's no reason at this point. Like, and, and, and don't get me wrong. Harden's had a great season. It's been fantastic. And in any other year you're like, yep. For sure, Harden wins it hands down, but not this year. Not when somebody does something that's only happened one other time in NBA history. And it, and usually we, when we look at MVPs, we're always just like, all right, so can't be on a shitty team, so the numbers aren't hollow. His team's going to the playoffs. He's taking his team to yeah. the playoffs. He's gotten the numbers. I, he when the, when he's out, they're significantly worse. Like he checks off all the boxes when you're asking what an MVP is. There's there's no reason. And why. I mean again, it's not to say that Harden doesn't also have the same credentials, but there's just something about doing something that has only happened one other time in the history of the league. Exactly. You that can't elevate it. Yeah, you can't say, "Oh, this is something that we thought might never happen again and you just did it." Right. You're just as good as this other guy. Exactly. That's fucking crazy to me. You, yeah. You have to give it to him at this point. You have to. There's no way around it. Um, with that being said, though, I don't think Oklahoma City does very well in the playoffs. Mm, I think they can make it to the second round. They can win past the. They can win past the first round, and then that's probably about as much as they got. Because yeah, everything tightens up, and as much as great as Westbrook has been. I mean, he's never that's that's what's crazy about this. What I'm about to say is that's what makes it even crazier. In a playoff series, he's never averaged a triple double for a series. Here he's done it for the entire season. And so when you think about the fact that he's never even done it in a series, which Max has gone seven games, so you think, Oh, he's never averaged over a seven game spread. 
but here he's done it for 82 games? It's unreal. How much? How crazy is that? Here's where he's sitting right now. There is nine minutes to go in the third quarter against the Suns. He has seven rebounds, six assists, one block, and he's sitting on six points. Well, that six assists got him. In fact, I just got an ESPN update that uh, he officially... Average a triple double because he needed those six assists. Well, there you go. So to, he hit he hit the six assists. Uh, so but, done. But we need him to. But I was gonna say we need him to get the. I was today. gonna say the actual triple double tonight to break the record for right. most times in a season period. But he's tied, so no matter what, he's gonna do it. Right, he's gonna do it. It might not be tonight, but he's gonna do it. Well, he's only got what two more games I think after this. There, I mean, this was one of his last shots because they're running out of games. So. Well, are they going to count the playoffs in that? Mm-mm. It's just regular no, season. No, it's regular season. So that's what I'm saying. Like He's only got tonight and I think two more games. No, he's he's got plenty of chances. He's got tonight and then uh, – it's three more, sorry. Okay, yeah. So, so I was going to say, they're more. coming up against it how many games he's got. So, okay, so if even if he doesn't get tonight, he's got three more games. I feel like at this point he's – wow, with three games left, he's averaged a triple-double. That's insane that's to think nuts. that he could have just – Balls-tastic games for the next three games do absolutely shit, and he's still going to average a triple. He doesn't ball. even have to play. No, 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 I know, but I'm just saying. That's, he can play in all of those games crazy. and just have – he could have, he's score two points. Yeah, he could, rebound. Stand, he could stand yeah. at half court and be like, go ahead, fellas. <laughs> and he's still going to average Five a triple-double. Five on four this game. Good that's luck, insane. fuckers. Oh, I still get my triple-double average. That's Yeah, that's nuts. Um, what are you thinking in uh, in the playoff picture, man? You still on the Golden State versus Cavs? I know the Cavs yep. have been sliding. Yep. There's nothing not deviating. It's the same old, same old. That's the thing about the NBA. Down the stretch and uh, all the talk is of, you know, oh, well, maybe something happens you know, with this. They, they want to drum up interest. but That's at the end exactly of the day, what I was thinking. At the end of the day, it's going to be the exact same two teams that we knew it was going to be. Back as soon as the championship ended. That's exactly. <laughs> the championship ended and we're like, well, can't read for the rematch. And despite everything that's happened between now and then, not changing my mind. Not that's until exactly what the I was, finals. I feel like there's, there's like this manufactured drama oh, yeah. around the which, Cavs. Around the Cavs specifically. Well, yeah. And which I give it to, you know, the league. They've got to keep interest somehow. They've got to give hope to the other teams and keep that you know, window open just a crack. Like, oh, it could happen. Maybe, maybe they're vulnerable. Maybe things aren't going to go. Well, to that's f- it. But like, when it comes down a, to it, they're going to flip that switch, and it's yeah, not going to matter. Exactly, I agree. Uh, they do have a, a. They do only have a one game lead in the East, but I don't think it matters does it, at all. Even if they get the two seed, even if they fall to the two seed, doesn't matter. I think even if they fall to the three seed, it doesn't. No, matter. I, they could be the eighth seed, and I'm like, yeah, they're still going to make the finals. I yeah. really would. It would not matter. They don't need home field adva- or home court advantage throughout yeah. their side of the playoffs to get to the finals because there's nobody in the East that can r- legitimately stop them. There's some teams that could extend them, Washington, Boston. They might take them to a sixth game or something like that, maybe even a seventh, but they're not going to beat them. There's no team in the East that can take down Cleveland. I would. I mean, I, I agree with you, which scares me because I'm wrong about everything. So it, it could All right, be. so here we are, Washington <laughs> in the finals. <laughs> The Raptors, all our fans in Canada are like, fuck yeah, eh? (laughs) Heard you talking shit, eh? Here we we be. We do give a damn about Drake Knight, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Another reason to root against them. All right, so you're sticking with uh, with Golden State. Oh, God, yes. I I think that's that's fair. Unless one of the major players on either team dies in the next week. (laughs) (laughs) That's who's going. uh, That's what's going to (laughs) happen. Oh, shit. All right. Well, before we, we move on with the show, um, 
Do you want to just do punishment time for both of us? Sure. Do you want to go first or? I went first last week. Oh, all right. Let me uh, let me pull up. I got to pull up the email for it. All right, cool. Uh, Give me some time to contemplate uh, how exactly I want to swallow this, Smirnoff. <laughs> I'm going to mix things up this week. <laughs> uh, so you you don't think you're going Hells to... Hells to the no-no. To the no-no. <laughs> Ain't going to be no chance. I, I, I might have a couple more than I had last week, but the whole list, nope. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Uh, for those of you that are that might be new to the show, I am paying off a bet from losing to Scott in our picks throughout the NFL and college the theme football of the season. Show, Mike losing to me in something. Oh, fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, I lost, so I have to... Scott wrote an ad for me, uh, Craigslist. Apparently men, it was too gay. Men for men ad. It, it didn't get any, no, any, uh, any press. I was able to complete it and responded to a total of 20. All right, so let me find uh, let me find some. I don't even know what I responded to last week. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, because I wasn't ready. So this dude responded again. This was all from Austin, Austin, Texas. Just hit me. You're with just 13. doing three again, right? Sure, I'll do whatever you want. Okay, three of them. Uh, this dude responded and just said, "What's up?" And I responded back, "Not my dick anymore." Air high five. <laughs> Oh, wow. Damn. I didn't know we were serving back at him. Like, he just kind of lobbed a volley over, and you just spiked that shit back. Like, nope, son. I mean, the... uh, Not happening. (laughs) Not this dick. Oh, man. The, uh... The... I didn't know we were crushing dreams on his bed. (laughs) I mean... I mean, he came weak with the what's up, but... Yeah. Still. When you have to respond to 13 in a day, you kind of... Oh yeah, you, start... yeah, you stop caring, you get all sensitive. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, there were a few dudes that I was, I was like, hey man, you that's... were actually attracted to? No. Oh, I, yeah, it seemed like the door was open for that. You were nope. like, oh, there's a few dudes that nope. I, uh, a few uh, dudes uh, that I was like, hey man, that's that was nice of you to be because if you if the if you missed last week, I was uh... they were cuter than the other ones. I right? <laughs> that, that's that, that's what you're saying. Like they, they they looked better, so you let them down gentle. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Cool. No, I changed up the ad. Uh, it wasn't as aggressive as the one that Scott put out. Scott's was like, oh, I want sloppy dicks in my face or whatever. And I was it like, It was more your speed, but whatever. <laughs> my ad was, was uh, along the lines of, Hey, I'm nervous. Anybody? Whatever. And people were like, Hey, I'll help out. They, they were like, Oh, this dude's a power bottom. Let's go on ahead and respond. <laughs> they didn't want somebody who was going to tame that ass. <laughs> Uh, this dude really, uh, no picture attached to this one, but he like opened up to me and this, I, yeah, I, more ways than one. Bro. <laughs> I feel like, uh, so my, my ad was like all about like being kind of nervous about this whole thing. And, and he said, Hey man, I've been there. I'm a regular guy with a girlfriend, but I've given a couple blowjobs and fucked a guy once. Just remember, stay protected. Cause you never know. My first time was a glory hole, and I'm and that made it easier, I guess. But I still never have explored a man like I've wanted to. What interests you? I'd like to try giving a blowjob, maybe even get fucked, but just haven't found someone willing. That dude's a giver. Wow. I mean, I might want to give a blowjob, might want to take it in the ass, but just you know, seeing just what you're need into. To, so I just not at all. And that was one that I didn't like. 
slam hard. I was like, hey, man. You thanks. didn't slam him hard. <laughs> that, was, that, was a poor, <laughs> that was a poor choice of words. <laughs> As I said it, I was like, that's not right. <laughs> I said, thanks for being cool. I think I'm good for now. Spur the moment post type thing. I was drunk. Yeah. And he said, uh, oh, no, he didn't respond back to that one. He was like, you fucking asshole. And then ignored me. I put myself out there. And then you said, no, fuck you. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Let's find a, a good one for my third one here. Um, here we go. This one got, uh, this one got a little, little literary. This guy just responded back 42. That was all he said. 42. Like um, Jackie Robinson. And then picture of his dick. <laughs> Inches? <laughs> I'm thinking age, but I said... Oh, oh, oh I didn't even go there. Actually. Me neither. Uh, but then I said, at first I thought you were giving me the answer to life, the universe, and everything. Then I saw the dick pic. Thanks anyways. Do you know the reference? No. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Ah! Way to show your blackness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just gonna let that one linger. Uh, do you want me to read another one, or three is that, good? That for three now? is good. We don't want to blow our loads all over that. I got to start deleting the ones that I've read. I'm yeah, gonna have to genius. You're like, I don't know which ones. Come on, man, get rid of the ones you already read. Just simple housekeeping. After Fuck. that show, I was just like, I don't even want to look at this email address again. And then I was like, because I didn't even realize until you said, "Oh, you've got some emails already." I was like, "Oh, fuck." I got. <laughs> I forgot about that. What was the email again? Again, could you, you want the read? email address? Yes, it was. It was lightlybrewed at gmail dot com. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, send your emails to lightlybrewed at gmail dot com. Mike's inbox is not full enough yet. Go on ahead and fill that one up. Lightlybrewed at gmail uh, Since you motherfuckers won't call the phone line, I don't even see if you're tempted to uh, email maybe some dick pics to go <laughs> Mike at Lightly Brewed. You want to check the voicemail inbox because we did get a voicemail this week. Uh, do you want to do that, or do you want me to get down on my knees and before suck you off get a bottle? To, before you get to that, let's do a voicemail. All right, we'll fair break enough. up. We'll break up the break up uh, the punishments. Yeah, break up the punishments a little bit. So this week we did have a voicemail come through from a good friend of mine, loyal listener of the show, Drew. Drew, you may remember, is the one that asked about the dinosaurs screeching and, oh, and the shit. growls. Yeah. And how we would know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he broke it all the way down. Drew got real philosophical <laughs> on the thing. <laughs> it's my favorite voicemail so far. This one's a pretty damn good one. This is Drew's voicemail. Hey, voice long-time listener, first-time caller. I want to say the drunk line's <laughs> a piece of shit. Because, first of all, it is so much easier to drunk type out a message instead of pick up a phone and physically call someone drunk. Speak it to them. A lot to be le- lost in trim- translation there. <laughs> and considering the fact that it's 2017 and we got text to voice all over the motherfucking place. Let me text you some shit. You get some Google program to fucking read it out and then play it for the podcast. That being said, I had heard recently <laughs> that there was a study that said a male's dominant hand implies the lower hanging of his testicles. So, for instance, if you're right-handed, your right nut is going to hang lower than your left. Wow. Uh, I don't know if there's any um, <laughs> truth to this study. You know, the internet is what it is these days. But in the sample of dudes around me tonight, you know, it works out to be a couple. Uh, <laughs> it seems to hold true. I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts. I'll uh, take those off the air. Thanks. 
Wow. Drew coming through. Wow. With another goddamn great voicemail. Uh, wow. All right. So uh, let's throw it to the man who won't have his nuts for very much longer. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to tackle that one. Are, are we asking, does my right one hang lower? Are you right-handed? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Does so the right, right one hang, hang lower? lower? I, I don't know. I've never really given it much look. <laughs> I've never studied and been like, yeah, it's lower. So I, I have never considered this either until I heard this voicemail come through. Sure enough, lefty's a little bit lower. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I didn't know. Giving our listeners all (laughs) that they ever imagined. This, oh, wow, this show. (laughs) Wow. Maybe I should have put that in the ad. (laughs) Mm. I'm left-handed. You know what that means. Wow. I need to drink a Smirnoff. <laughs> I, I, I need to forget the few moments that have just passed. I'd, voluntarily. I mean, I know I'm going to get these names right, but fuck. <laughs> Jesus, man. I, something I could have gone my whole life without knowing about you. Cool story. <laughs> All right. More Hang on, man. Before we, uh, before we do that, we are going to go Facebook Live. Go ahead and crack this up. Once over. again. Yeah, oh, go man, ahead and get that like, ready. It's room temperature, too. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta start doing this early in the show. No, we are not. Hell. We are definitely never doing this earlier in the show. This is always going to be after you've had a few drinks because otherwise you might remember shit, and I don't want you to ever remember. <laughs> I don't want you to ever remember shit. <laughs> I want, you, oh, okay. I want you to be fucked up to where you're like, mm, I don't know any of these guys. And you're going to have to get through 12 Smirnoffs. Or 24 because Alex offered to buy an extra 12 until you get it right. Oh, that son of a bitch. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. What an asshole. That guy fucking uh, sucks. Best. Uh, so anyways, this is going to be Scott's Punishment. We are live on Facebook. I'm going to flip the camera around so that we can see Scott here. All right, Scott. So you have to name every black NHL player. Go. Well, I'm going to go with Seth Jones. Joshua Hosang, Jerome McGinley, P.K. Subban, Darnell Nurse. Killing it. Oh, man. This is, really, <laughs> this is where it gets rough. Joel Ward, Devontae Smith-Pelly. God, how many is that? Not many. <laughs> J.T. Brown. <laughs> yep. Oh God. Uh wrap it up, B. <laughs> wrap that shit up, B. That's all I got. No, okay, oh, wait. Man. There's one more and uh, I'm Tyson's Dude. gonna be so mad at me because he told me and the name uh his his last name's Oduya. That's how I pronounce the name. Can't remember the dude's first fucking name, but Johnny. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. But that, that's how you pronounce that. He also gave me a pronunciation for the one I kept saying. was like, Flygen, Flygen. I could not pronounce the name. And all right, I'm already accepting my fate. But I have to look at his name Justin. again. Yes, and it's Biflin. Oh, Biflin. Okay. Yeah, like, I, I didn't know that. Like, not really good. Now, I probably still pronounced it wrong. Who did but, you miss? You missed uh, Pierre... Uh, Pierre, Edouard Bellemare, yep. Wayne, Simmons, Wayne Simmons, Trevor Daly, Kyle 
a posco. I don't know. I was like, I think that's another one Tyson told me. I probably just fucked up. Whatever. I know I fucked up, but I <laughs> you missed the Vander Kane. Vander Kane. Uh, Johnny Oduya. Uh, Ryan, Ryan Reeves. Reeves. Uh, Anthony Declare. And Andreas Martinson. Uh, what did I get? Like more you than a third. Decent, more than a, a third amount. Like, and I didn't around. fuck up any of the ones I got. So there's that. So, well, whatever. Here goes nothing. So Scott's going <laughs> to Scott's going to get iced once again. Uh and you're blocking the uh the Indians Diamondbacks game. You're good now. You're good now. You weren't at first. There we go, Scott. Downing a little bit slower this time around. I think the 13% more line beer is uh holding you back a little bit. Much better. There you go. Was it any better at room temperature? <laughs> it tastes worse at room temperature. Was there any doubt that it was going to taste more like ass at room temperature? Holy hell. And I got some on my upper lip. Oh, God. How, so let me ask you this. I haven't. I don't think I've ever been iced. Have How long does that linger? How long? Like, Luckily, because we're sitting here drinking other beers, I can pretty much get rid of it right away. That's good. Like if I was just sitting there after an ice, it's like it does. It hangs out there for a minute, and it tastes. It really does taste like a sprite because it's still got that sweetness that you're just like, oh. It tastes like a sprite that somebody just poured like a little bit of booze into, but nothing. It doesn't remind you of anything specific, but it's just ooh, somebody spiked this sprite, and <laughs> nothing good about it. It's all overly carbonated, overly sweet. It's complete ass. Can. Can. (laughs) I need to drink some more of this. Awesome. Oh, that's Ben Scott getting iced. Um, As always, go ahead and check us out on Facebook. Uh, Follow the show, Craft Brood Sports, on Facebook, and you can see Scott getting iced live every Friday. Until he gets these names right. <laughs> I like how you just straight up just every Friday he'll we'll be I mean, here. You got a, you got a ways to, to go, man. I'm not gonna fucking get these. You for got a while. ways to go. All right, what are we talking about next? The Let's other thing we had on deck is uh, is the Masters, <sighs> which you don't give a shit about. You don't. Care. I don't. Tiger's not playing. And as soon as they announced Tiger was sitting this one out, <laughs> I'm like, like, oh, nope. cool. Here's I the, don't have to pay attention. Here's to. the funny thing: a lot of golf fans are kind of with you because Dustin Johnson. Also out at the Masters. Did you hear what happened to him? Motherfucker fell down some steps. Fell down his steps. <laughs> Three steps, though, yes. by the way. Three steps. Yeah. And fell down the steps because he was wearing socks on hardwood floors, <laughs> which I have hardwood floors at home. Wear socks on occasion. I can attest that ain't no joke. But yeah. I will say, falling down some steps and kind of, I don't know, it's kind of a bitch move. I mean... So if you've never played golf, then yeah, that's I, I can played get Mario that. Golf plenty of times. Oh well, then then in that case, that's just like the Masters. Yeah, you're right. Uh, One step away, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, like you get like the slightest if something's off in your, especially in your back, you're fucked. Like there's no way, there's no way that you can golf if something's. No, I don't Slightly doubt wrong. the legitimacy because he went out there and gave it a go yesterday, you know, got to the first tee and it's just like, nope, can't fucking do it. So, I, I, I mean, for him to back out like that, it had to be Especially legit. the Masters. Like, I just don't know if I fully believe that 
that's actually what happened. Like, it sounds a little contrived to say that. So what do you think happened then? I don't know. I mean, it's just when you hear about sports injuries and they happen like this, I feel like it's something else that's a little bit more embarrassing. But you come you up think, with something. You yeah. think Gretzky's daughter was like doing something dirty? And he oh, was like, hey, oh, oh, no. I don't know. I don't know. Family oh, show. I... <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I mean, I have no idea, but it just sounds kind of phony to be like, yeah, I, I slipped down three steps. <laughs> Time out. I like that you called family show after I just read emails of dudes showing me their dicks. Now you're like, whoa, family show. Wow. The, the comedian lost the art of the joke. <laughs> Come on, man. There ain't shit family about this from the word go. Uh, fuck. fuck a family. Uh, Hope your kids are listening. So They're going to learn the most. This is the best. Um, anyways, the Masters is... Uh, I've, I fucking love the Masters. Man. Well, okay. And I, it's not that I don't respect the Masters. and it's, like, it's just that my interest isn't there as high as it would be. I will say, though... Him getting injured and pulling out actually kind of made me more interested because I'm like, all right, well, when the number one golfer... It's a wide open field. Right. When the number one golfer falls out, all of a sudden it opens up the door for everybody else to have a shot. So not saying that I, you know, care any more about those golfers than I do with Dustin Johnson or that I have anything against Dustin Johnson. It just, all of a sudden, you're just like, oh, I mean, it's just kind of like when Kevin Durant goes down, you're like, hmm. All of a sudden, there's something to pique your interest a little bit to see if maybe this will affect the Warriors. Okay. Don't know that it will, but... But to that point, so... And I, I think you're onto something there because I, I feel like with the Masters, people tune in to see guys like Tiger, guys like Dustin Johnson. Like, they want right. to see the best of the best. So does... Like, we hear all the time about every time Duke is eliminated from March Madness, ratings suffer the next round because... Duke's not in it anymore. Like you don't have that big name draw almost coming into the the tournament to like help with ratings. So with Tiger out and with Dustin Johnson out, does it hurt a lot? Well, I don't know because don't get me wrong, I'm still not necessarily tuning in, but I am more interested. I'm paying attention to it, even if it's more on the peripheral than it is, you know, intimately watching it. Like, I'm not going... I was already not going to sit down because there's no Tiger. But I also probably, if Dustin Johnson hadn't gotten hurt and I hadn't been hearing about it so much the past few days, I probably would have just tuned it out altogether and then, you know, Sunday would have rolled around and somebody would have won. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. No, no, it just would have been like, oh, cool, such and such won and I move on with my life and don't really think anything of it. This this time, going into Sunday, it's at least going to be, oh, hey, who's leading or who has a chance to win this? Is it close? Like, I, I'm I'm curious just to see. And I know that Phil Mickelson came out on fire to start it. I can tell you that I wouldn't have any clue about that again if I hadn't been kind of quasi paying attention because J- Dustin Johnson got knocked out. Yeah, Mickelson is uh, he's a little bit farther back on the leaderboard. No, he uh, cooled off. But he came out of the gates. I think like the story that you're going to hear and the story that everybody's going to run with this weekend is the fact that Sergio Garcia is tied for the lead at this point. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Exactly. <laughs> and and Sergio was Which like, is what this did. This opened the door yeah, to something like that. And, but Sergio was always that dude that like everybody thought was going to go after Tiger. He was going to take down Tiger. He was going to be the guy that... The new young face that like competed then he with fell Tiger. off the map. And 
never did anything, man. He right. was he was a disappointment. But he was a lot. He's a lot of fun to watch because he gets super into it. Where's Rory at? Um, that's a good question. Because he he's is, another one who came up with a pretty decent first day. Uh, Rory McIlroy is. Uh, that's a uh, what the fuck is he? It's a good. This makes for great radio. <laughs> <laughs> you looking things just up? Me, and look, just, me googling shit. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the, <laughs> you googling shit and there's uh, <laughs> the where whole, is uh, the whole show is me just going stretching things out mm, as you Google Rory <laughs> McIlroy. He's at plus one right now, so he's not too mm. far off the lead, but not. Uh, yeah, he's not in the main thick of it. He's definitely not in contention. Because the leader at this point is minus four, which Charlie Hoffman came out guns blazing in the first round. No idea who the fuck that is. Exactly. Nobody really does. <laughs> okay, good. Nobody really knows who Charlie Hoffman. Like I, I looked at this and I watched quite a bit of golf and I was like, who? Who's this? <laughs> good. This dude. This dude. This guy kind of looks like young John Daly. That's who I thought this. Shit. <laughs> Not a comparison you want. No, exactly. He was minus seven after the first round. He Damn. had a huge first round. Today, he went plus three, and he's still in the lead. So what that's saying is just overall, nobody's having a great tournament. It's I mean, just... minus four. You got, you got four guys that are, uh, that are in the thick of it. Ricky Fowler is another name that's up there. Um, he had a, a great second round to keep him up near the top of the leaderboard. That's a dude that I think could be one of those guys that kind of carries the torch after Tiger. Because Ricky Fowler's like a young golfer who kids look up to. He wears weird colors. Yeah. yeah He's got, yeah. Oh, I, I got Puma to sponsor me, so I'm fucking cool as hell. I He's one that, that I think people could look to. But anyways, uh, Masters, you know, it's it's the Masters. I don't know how you don't watch the Masters. It's just it's just golf. It's not it's nothing against the Is Masters. It, so let me ask you this. If it wasn't opening week in baseball, would you watch more Masters coverage? Or would you still no. you still wouldn't watch? No, because again, without the draw of Tiger, I just don't have any interest in like golf. I I I know the names. I know because I'm a sports guy, and I hear the names, and I hear things that are going on. But as far as sitting down and watching it, I just without Tiger being involved, I just can't. It just doesn't do anything for me. Why is that? Why is because it's the same? It's still the same sport. I don't it's, know because it, it's just it had something to do with it, which is weird because usually I'm not a guy that likes the dominant force who's just running through. I'm usually anti. Yeah, that. you're like, like you hate the Yankees, you hate the right. Patriots. But yeah, you're, I don't. But you're pro whatever, Tiger. Yeah, it's, for whatever it's reason, I'm pro Tiger. I don't. I don't know. And people are gonna say it's because he's black. <laughs> which okay, maybe you know what? Maybe there's partially, partially maybe, there's yeah. something to that because it is this one black guy with. All of these white yeah. guys, and he's so much better than it's like insane. But I, it's like, goddamn, yeah, we're taking this sport too, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Never really gone there, but yeah, certain <laughs> suppose there's certain elements of that there. But no, I, I don't know what it is. It's just like when you're watching, it's just something that's so amazing that yeah, like okay, yeah, the Patriots and Yankees are better than everybody, but it's it's just because they they win more. It, it isn't like measured how much better that they win, like. Tiger would win, 
but it would be by an astronomical Dude, he would dominate. Yeah, it'd be by an astronomical amount to where you're just like in awe of the uh, of a human being being able to do that against other human beings who are all in this like same grouping, and he's over here by himself. You're just like, holy shit! There's one guy doing something so much greater than everybody else. Yeah, and it just blows your mind. He is he is so fucking like when he was in his prime he was so good. It's to watch. insane, but I mean it's kind of like the Michael Jordan thing where it's just like there's Michael Jordan and then there's everybody else. I love watching Michael Jordan play. I was never a Bulls fan, but I enjoyed everything that Michael Jordan did because he was just so much better than everybody else. So do you think? So do you think Tiger is the greatest golfer? Like, obviously, you think Jordan is the the best basketball player to hit the NBA. Yeah, and despite what happened to uh, Tiger, we all know the fall off, and we're not going to go into detail about that. And everybody knows all the shit that went down. But yeah, I still think that he's his peak was greater than anybody else's peak, and that's what matters is the peak because it's the same thing with Jordan because Jordan. Might not necessarily match up, and and a lot of things he does have most of things. But imagine if he hadn't retired both times. How much more? (laughs) Yeah, how much more ahead he could be? Like, right? Like, yeah. Okay, he's at the top of the list for a lot of things. But imagine he had six rings. But most people think, and is there really any basis to argue against it that he wouldn't have won eight straight had he not retired? Like, there's no real argument against it. That's a good, I mean, it's a fair point. And so it's the same thing with Tiger where it's like, okay, if those things hadn't happened, would would he be? And you could never say because it's like, all right, he doesn't have them, so you have to just base it off of that, and that's fine. But I'm just saying if you're looking at peak and you're looking at just overall you know, body of work added together, I just feel like he ends up being the greatest, and that's no disrespect to, you know, Nicholas. To Jack. Yeah, no, no, nobody's disrespecting him but. let's hold that and do this guest beer real quick all right because i i have a, a question for you based on that so we did get a guest beer this week again from john in michigan he sent uh this is still from his package that he had sent me this beer is dark horse scotty karate scotch ale fitting I like for the, the show fitting for the show right. uh this is another bourbon barrel aged beer this one uh, from Dark Horse Brewery is a 9.75% ABV beer. So another pretty heavy hitter. You, I mean, we got the pull-out couch here, man. You can crash here. <laughs> Clearly, after the Smirnoff, you are feeling good. I'm done. <laughs> Ready to suck a dude off or two. <laughs> Nothing like the Smirnoff ice getting into you. I'm ready to try things, you know. Sending you one of those emails. Slightly uh, toasted. Was that the email? <laughs> it was not, but please send it to slightly toasted because <laughs> I'm sure somebody has that email. And oh, I want shit. somebody to get that email of you just being like, hey, bro. I'm ready to put <laughs> it in my butt. Uh, thanks. Didn't ask. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Scotty Karate. Um, this beer smells boozy, man. It's, 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 now, Scotch ale, Scotch ale is normally like a heavier beer anyway. Scotch, Scotch, Scotch. Down scotch. into my belly. <laughs> All right. Well, cheers, man. Cheers, buddy. Oh, shit. Yeah, we're actually cheersing. Clinky. I thought that was going to spill all over the computer. 
Wow, that's boozy. That is a boozy beer. Really? I don't know if it's because I took a big old swig of the the prior Moreline, or not Moreline, but... Yep, it's Moreline. Jesus. Oh, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> oh, yes, shit, it is. It is. <laughs> Damn. Anyway. For real, for, man. The couch is here. You can just No, 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 no. <laughs> for whatever reason, I was like, it's not Moreline. That's too generic. Oh, shit, it is. No, okay. So, I took a big old swig prior to doing that one. I don't know. When I drank it, I, I thought, I'm like, wow, that tastes like a really good red ale, which... I'm guessing, but I don't taste the booze. Like, I don't know if the other one has covered my palate so much that I just can't taste it, but... it. All right, so I think what's what's hitting me here is the fact that... That's a really good. It doesn't have... Like, I've had this cherry flavor hit me all, all episode Maybe long. Maybe that's it. And now it's... There's nothing cutting that booze flavor, so it tastes... It may taste a little bit more boozy than it actually is to me. I think it's having the exact opposite effect of me. I like I said, I took a big old swig on the moral line and, you know, then we took a drink of this and it's almost as if I can't taste like the the bourbon from the moral line is stronger than the bourbon from this one, so it's completely nullifying it. See, I feel like I feel like this one's definitely more bourbony than the moral line. And mm. and again, it might just be the cherries from the moral line that makes it like a sweeter kind of flavoring to it. And this yeah. one is more of the boozy flavor. All that being said, this is still a delicious beer. This is I mean, it's it's really good. And I feel like if I didn't fuck myself over by having the moral line first, this one would be a I'd I'd rate this 5 caps. <laughs> <laughs> Sneak preview, five cats coming <laughs> soon to a YouTube channel near you. But anyway, I I like it. And again, I don't I don't know what it is that's you know what for else? me that's not giving me the boozy flavor, but I I enjoy it because it really tastes just like a red ale. Like that's all I'm getting. Here's the other thing. Uh and I know smell takes a, a big play. The smell taste. is not very great. Not only my glass smells like maybe my, that's what I'm smelling. It smells like my liquor cabinet. It's like a wood, uh, fla- like a wood smell, and it, and it's because my son has learned how to open up doors. So we've had to. We normally keep the liquor cabinet kind of mm. open. He's he's hit that Jordan stage, the Raptor stage. Yeah, he's a fucking nightmare, man. Clever he girl. Is, yeah. <laughs> fucking hate it. He pulls open the oh, liquor God, cabinet, and I'm worst. like, "Son, I appreciate that you're trying to get good booze, but no." You Which are is way funny too because young. Jordan now can he before it, it was a little heavier than all the other doors, but the garage, the door that goes into the garage. He's now figured out how to open that one and has gotten enough strength to pull that open. So it's like, got to make sure that the garage door is closed because, God forbid, yeah. if he decides he's going to walk out. At least he's just stuck in the garage, right. which is fine. Right. He'll be screaming because he'll be terrified. It'll just be blackness. He can't see shit. Fine, but I'm worried that you know he's going to open that up one day and the garage door is going to be open and la, 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 walk out into the neighborhood. Uh, but um, hasn't gotten to that point, but I have definitely gone out to the car and heard... Daddy! Daddy! <laughs> From the garage. And it's like, shit! Close the door, son! Get back in the house! Luckily, he hasn't come running out yet, but I'm waiting for That's it. That's good. Waiting for it. I'm, Damn, yeah. I'm learning things. Oh, the, the kids are so smart. My son, can he can like open up the, the liquor cabinet door, and I'm like, Daddy's Johnny Walker is in there. You leave that alone. <laughs> you, you're not allowed to have that. That's, you like uh, Come to me in like 15 years, man. Like, then we'll... We'll talk. We'll <laughs> Fifteen for fuck's 
Like, well, he'll be sixteen at that point. What the I hope fuck? the feds are listening to this. God damn it! I can give my son some drinks if I if I want. You're allowed to. That's legal. I've ch- I've looked into it. <laughs> of course you have. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I'm gonna consume Scotty Karate. Because Absolutely it's, uh, consume it because it's a again, good beer. I would it like to, like a red ale. I want to try this without the. Now, that would be the big test, is having not had this specific beer. Maybe if we had any other beer that we've had on the show that especially wasn't 13% and also bourbon barrel-aged, maybe it's a completely different. But following this Moraline, it's fantastic. Like, seriously. I mean, it's it's good. It's really good. I'll tell you what. Maybe the red ales aren't anything that I avoid, but they're never anything that I really seek out either. They're just kind of like there. It's like, oh, red ale. Okay, sure. See, I like red ales. I'm a big fan of... But why the fuck is that a shocker? Mr. fucking redhead over here. (laughs) Fucking Irishman drinks the red ale. Like, oh. It'd be like if I was like, man, you know what I love? The Hendog. I love it. Pass me the Hennessy because, you know, (laughs) just because. No, come on. You, you love red like, ale because it's in your fucking blood. No, I like it because it's... You Irish fuck. <laughs> I like it because red ale is good. It's a... All right, here's why I like red ale and ambers in general. It's because they're a little bit darker and they have flavor to them. So a lot of stouts don't have flavor. I love darker beers, but a lot of darker beers are bitter. They, yeah, they just don't finish as clean. Well, here's why Amber I am beers kind of and whatever red beers with, finish well. Here's why I'm kind of whatever with red beers. It's because most of the time they're an afterthought. You have all of your like lighter wheat beers generally, and then you have your your stouts. And somewhere in there are the the ales. Yeah. And and I feel like the redhead. Kind of like redhead in general, the red ales get kind of forgotten. They just kind of get like slapped off the red ales are the redheaded stepchildren. Yeah, like (laughs) no, it's not even an intentional thing. But as I'm walking through this, it's like you have all the different types of ales too, and the reds one they just kind of get forgotten and they're over the side. Absolutely, I don't think about them. I don't. I don't dislike them. I don't you know seek them out because I I like them. So they just end up kind of being there. And I have this one. I'm like, damn. That's really flavorful and is really good. And as I think about the red ales that I have had, I'm like, you know what? I think that I do favor red ales because they have that. Well, this flavor. is. I mean, this is slightly different. So this is a Scotch ale. So it's not. It's not a red. No, it's not specifically. But it, but it, I do agree. There is like a that. flavor. Yeah, it's got that. It kind of leans towards the reds. Right. But you're consuming. You're consuming the, uh, the Scotty Karate. Yeah. So there you go. Bonus beer is to consume. So you mentioned something when you were talking about Tiger. That I want to go back to. Him being black? No. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> well, I thought you were getting racist for a second. No. But okay. okay. You serious said boy, the reason boy. why you thought he was the greatest is because his peak was better. Like you mentioned specifically mm-hmm. his peak and then you tied it into Jordan and Jordan's peak. Mm-hmm. What if his peak wasn't as long. Like, let's say he he peaked as high, he did as well, he won all these majors, but it wasn't as long of a peak. Do you still think he's the greatest? Because I I guess where my where my question lo- comes in the longevity is of his peak. Well, is that my question my question comes to let's say somebody comes up out of nowhere that we don't even know about, some golfer that we don't even know of shows up and has a year where he wins all four majors in the year, which is unheard of it's a crazy that would be a, an insane peak is he now the greatest golfer ever in your mind or 
Is it because is it more Tiger's career more than his peak? Well, I think I mentioned it. It's not just you said him winning the amount, but it's not the amount. It's the dominance of that amount too, right? So, if so that's where it is. It's, yeah, it's it, more yeah, the distance he put between him and the pack. Right. It's not just that he won because anybody could win, and not a, not that anybody has. Don't don't make me no, out no, to no, be I like see what just you're discounting. Yeah, yeah. It's the oh my god, he won all these, but oh my god, he did. He was so far away from everybody else when he did. Yeah. He just blew past people. It wasn't just, well, he won by a stroke or every, right. everyone came down to a playoff and he just happened to be on the better side of the playoff. No. You look back at all those scores on all those masters that he was winning at that peak and he was blowing motherfuckers away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the dominance is what it is. And it's the same thing kind of like with Jordan gotcha. where it was, yeah, I mean, it's a team sport and so it's hard to compare the one over. But I mean, Man was putting up crazy numbers as an individual and was leading his team and taking them to places where, you know, other teams just hadn't gone. And like I said, we can only assume, but it's easy to connect the dots that he may have won eight straight. He totally could have. Yeah, 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 which is crazy to think. And, so you know, it's not so it's even like it's not even the peak then, it's the dominance factor. It's it, the yeah. fact that Tiger it's, well, was But it's that. a combination of both because – it's like, okay, you have to to get to that peak, you have to win all of those things, but you add on the extra layer of dominance, and that takes it to another level. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's a fair point. Yeah, I just wanted to clear that up. No, before. no, no, and that's fine. I'm glad that you asked because yeah. maybe I wasn't. Because when you said peak, it, 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 it like, hit me, and I was enough. like, oh, shit. So but if, no, if yeah. somebody flares up and has like no, just no, 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 no. one year where they kill it, is that good enough to be the greatest? No, no, no. no, no. no. It that's, has to be okay. the dominance along with the winning. Okay. That, that would rival. That's and, that's, and I'm not going to sit here and say that there can be another Tiger. Or I'm not crazy enough to think that there couldn't be another Jordan. It's just those are very unique individuals, and it's tough to get to that point. Dude, it's really like, tough. tough. I mean, even at, like, I mean, we talked about it with Sergio Garcia. There's guys that have popped up where, where people are like, that's the one. That's the dude that's good. And then it, it fizzles out. I mean, out. even with, like, say, Kobe. I hate Kobe, but everybody can admit that he's basically Jordan Light. And that's fine, but there's just... <laughs> what? I just love that you're like, he's Jordan Light. He <laughs> is! The dude did everything and basically copied him. I and he more or less said, here I am, I'm the next Jordan. But when you yeah. look at the numbers, they're all just like a little bit lower. A little bit, you know... A little bit lower, a little bit lower in all the numbers and all the categories. But... Kobe did go to prom with Brandy, so... <laughs> That's actually... Like, Ray J's sister? Yeah, that don't count for shit. Come on, man. When you were in grade school, you didn't think Brandy was this shit. No. A big Brandy fan. Ooh. That's why you're wearing a black waffle shirt, and I'm wearing a white <laughs> waffle shirt, my friend. Coming full circle. All right, uh, before we get into Consumer Canada, one thing I did want to talk about, we didn't, we had this in an upper deck story, we ditched it, but there's an LPGA golfer that mm, lost, God. she lost a major tournament because <sighs> a fan called in and alerted the LPGA about a rules violation. The craziest part about it was they told her on like the the seventh tee or the thirteenth tee or something like doesn't that. doesn't matter when they told her. It was well after. Told her the next day while she was golfing. She had the lead. She ended up losing the tournament. Uh, at one point, she was taking her tee shot with tears through her eyes. Like, you could see her visibly crying. 
Um, my question to you, man, what the fuck is going on with golf? Why is that allowed to happen? It, no clue. I I didn't even know that this was a thing until this week. I knew it was. I knew it was I a had thing. no idea that this could actually happen. And then I heard that not only can it happen, that this isn't like the first time. It's, it's a happened. regular occurrence. And it blows my mind to think that you and I could be sitting here doing this show right now, and we've got the Indians Diamondbacks game up. Yeah. And we see something, and we're like. I'm going to email Major Missed League Baseball call. and say, Missed this was wrong, blah, blah, blah. Like, even after replay, they got this guy say, you know, and they go back and Major League Baseball is like, you know what? You're right. And they go back and retroactively change some shit and it affects the outcome. Like, that blows my mind to think. I'm all for fans being upset, writing in, hey, Kentucky fans, be as mad as you want at that referee. <laughs> Cuss him out as much as you want as the game. But you know what? leaving that game and going home and finding his business and making fake reviews and lowering his rating <laughs> and giving him death threats, not fucking cool. And calling in, if you can affect an emailing and doing whatever that actually affects golfing outcomes, not fucking cool. That shit is weak, man. So here's what I'm fucking proposing. Uh, you mentioned it as you and I could sit here and watch something on on uh on the projector here and call in and make i want to show golf and and the pga and the lpga how stupid this rule is so fans of this show if you would like scott and i to write in call in to the pga or lpga with fake rules violations that we quote unquote saw during the weekend let us know if enough people say that we that they think we should do that. I will absolutely write the PGA every single week and tell them of some rules violation that I supposedly saw on TV, just to make them investigate shit that didn't happen because right. it's fucking stupid. I'll it's even do it for unreal stupid. I would I would write and be like Dustin Johnson who wasn't even playing. I saw him uh, <laughs> kick his ball right into the the rough and nobody caught it. Go back and check that out. <laughs> check the tapes. Yeah. So, I will fuck with them. So, so tweet bad. at us, send us a Facebook message, email us, craftbrutesports at gmail.com. Let us know if you want us to do that. And if so, I will I'll record the, the calls that I make to the PGA. I don't even know how to report this. I don't know how that I don't know how people get the That's number. what I'm saying. That's like, why I didn't you know this was this? a thing that people actually not only do this, but are, are like intimately like, oh, give me Give me the phone. I got I got yep. him on speed dial. Honey, I got to call up a that rules number. violation here. Like that's crazy. That's crazy. Fuck. Get a life, man. Get a life. Yeah, absolutely. Especially an LPGA event because who's watching those anyways? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> is, is Michelle Wee playing? Nope. Because she's the only is golfer she? that I know is she that I have no fucking clue. You know the only one I remember, and I don't even know if she's still the golfer anymore. Natalie Golbus. That was the other one that popped into my head. I don't know what you're doing. I have no idea what that means. I just know that name. <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined. Anyway. <laughs> so when I was in high school, I was in the National Honor Society, and one of our events was to act as ushers at an LPGA event. Usher, that baby. Was, yeah, that was held in Youngstown every year. And uh, me and my dad did it. We went to uh, – it was the Giant Eagle Open at the time. And your dad's awesome, so I know this is great. Yeah. Well, we uh, were, were holding up signs telling people to be quiet, and all I wanted to do was see Natalie Goldis. That was all, that was the whole reason why I volunteered to do this event. 
was to see Natalie Golbus. Then I realized ESPN was there filming. They were showing it on ESPN. So there was some golfer. I don't even know who it was. It might have been Dottie Pepper. Or some Never heard of her, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but I realized that the ESPN cameras are following her. And I was like, oh, I'm about to get on TV. <laughs> so I'm standing along the lines like with my quiet sign that they gave me. And she is in the fairway. And I decide to walk into the fairway and hold up my quiet sign behind her to the point where in front of the ESPN cameras, her caddy goes, hey, can you move, please? (laughs) (laughs) Where to fucking go? I was like, oh, my bad. And like went over to the, the cart path again and held up my quiet sign. I don't know if that ever made it on TV, but, uh, I like to think that it did and that, Whoever somebody at the ESPN archives, whoever had to cover that and find your fucking ass. Check that would have been like 2002, 2003. But Uh, his math is off. If you listen to this episode, you know damn well he no idea how to add numbers. It's junior or senior year of high school, 2002 or 2003. That's no idea. Fuck fuck Scott right now. (laughs) I can tell you it's definitely 2002 or 2003. I don't know if I was a junior or senior. Hey, Glenn, you also won this thing, so. You know, we're going with Mike's numbers. You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> Let's consume it or can it. Let's on do this it. One. Uh, still looking for a sponsor for consume it or can it. Uh, thank you for John in Michigan for uh, pimping us out. He was like, hey, you should check out this podcast to somebody. And they did not offer to sponsor the show. But if you know of anybody looking for a sponsorship, hit us up. Consume it or can it. Scott, we have 13164 from Christian Moreline. You going to consume this or are you going to can it? I am absolutely going to consume this. Fuck this yeah, beer are. is delicious. Plus cherries. Plus cherries. <laughs> like everything I feel like is made better with cherries and beer and then you add the bourbon barrels and you know, it just it doesn't get much better. This beer was smooth from the get-go. It stayed smooth. Never got boozy to me. Finishes crisp, has the cherry flavor. It has everything I'm looking for. Absolutely consume. All the way. Agreed. Consume the fuck out of this beer. So did we have four consumes on we the show? We had four consumes Booyah on the show. Uh, <laughs> uh, here's what, so I, I I love bourbon barrel-aged beers. This one, the cherry flavor, does cut out that booziness. But, man, it's so good. And I was worried that the cherry was going to get too much. As never we did. On. And it never did. It was... Super smooth throughout the whole episode here. Such a good beer. If you find uh, 13164, go ahead and buy yourself a bottle. It's not bad. And like, you know what? I, I advise that in the middle of your bomber, you just go on ahead and get down on one knee and have you a Smirnoff ice. Because nothing pairs better with a Moorline champagne <laughs> beer than a smooth Smirnoff ice. All right, well. Because uh, fuck me. Apparently, Consumer to Canada is brought to you by Smirnoff Ice. And black hockey plays everywhere. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's been a fun one, man. That was... Dude, but for real, that was a good fucking beer. Which this, one? The guest or the, both the actual... Of both yeah. of them are good. No, 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 no. They're absolutely both of them. And that's why I needed to ask you, like, which one were you specifically... Uh, it doesn't both matter. Are, They're both it's a good. I feel... I'm kind of fucked up. Well, you're a bitch. So, without Smirnoff Ice, I can safely say... Oh, yeah. I'm a bitch because I 
didn't have a Smirnoff ice as the difference. I just feel maker. like you should be less drunk than I am without having it, but okay, cool. I'm not. I didn't say I'm drunk. Oh, you said you were feeling it. I said that's. There's a total difference between I'm feeling it and I'm drunk. I'm feeling it means when I go to wash my face before I go to bed tonight. I'm probably going to get a little dizzy, and I'm going to giggle, <laughs> and I'm going to think that's funny. I'm going to be like, ha, ha, ha. So now I all know what, you, what Mike does when he's drunk. <laughs> I'm going to giggle, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to sleep and put one leg over the side of the bed and be fine. I'm not drunk. God damn it. I feel like you're my wife right now yelling at me for drinking beer. Like, well, yeah, are you drunk right now? My wife does that so much. She's like, are you drunk? You're drunk right now. I'm like, D- No. There's nothing worse. Am than I being fighting out somebody that. right now? No, I'm not drunk. That's that's when I'm drunk. That's when the I'm old Irish fighting. standard. Yeah, somebody fighting somebody. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Craft Brewed Sports. <laughs> we haven't started the outro music. You can't do that. Uh, just <laughs> let him know it's coming because Mike's ready to fight somebody somewhere. No, man, I'm feeling no. I'm in a good mood. I'm not going to fight. This has been a good show, man. This is a fun time. Fantastic. In fact, right and now, Tyson Tyson is congratulating me on the ones that I got for oh, the black hockey good players. Good work, Tyson. Thank you he, for he, checking he, up. He corrected me on uh, Biflin, whatever the hell I said, Bufflin. He, he did say that it, it was Bufflin. Oh, Bufflin. Okay. Not, I, I think I said Biflin. Yeah, get it right, Scott. I didn't fucking But know. either way. I didn't, I didn't either way, it. thank you, Tyson. I appreciate that. We'll, we'll work on it again for next week. No doubt I'm getting iced again the next fuck week. I'm, uh, fuck you. Like us on Facebook, Craft Brood Sports, uh, so that you can see the video. You'll get notified. And, you know, if you're out hanging out with friends, it's a fun thing to And nothing like my fiance being the very first one to like the video. I loved it so much. <laughs> you know what's awesome, too? This is like the, the year anniversary of the week we Disgust sat down and were like, show. hey, what are we going to do and for man, this show? We have got some big things coming. Lots of good things coming. Big old teaser. But we've got two more episodes. Two more episodes before we get to the one-year anniversary. <sighs> one, one year. We've been doing this show for one fucking year. Can't believe it. Fist, good fist bump that they Boom. can't see. <laughs> wow, we both know. All right, it's time to go home. Uh, make sure you follow the show at Craft B Sports on Twitter. Follow me at Mike Berlon. Follow Scott at Scotty K underscore Jr. Uh, Mr. Underscore over there. Like the show on Facebook, Craft Brew Sports. Hit up the drunk line, 440-37-DRUNK. You've heard Drew's messages. You can ask whatever the fuck you want. We love it. We will play your shit. Hit us up. Thank you guys so much. Cheers. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. 
Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com.